When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mr. and Mrs. Darling live in a magnificent house right in the centre of London. Mr. Darling has only one thing on his mind, counting his pennies over and over again. As for his wife, she loves nothing more than reading stories and immersing herself in the dreams of their three children, John, Michael and Wendy. One evening, while she's filling in for the children's nanny, a Newfoundland dog named Nana she discovers the existence of a certain Peter. She questions her daughter Wendy. Who is this Peter, my dear? He's Peter Pan, Mum. A little boy who never grows up. He sometimes comes to the edge of my bed and plays the flute. He can also fly. He often visits me. Mrs. Darling is perplexed, but doesn't seem overly worried. Mrs. Darling doesn't know it yet, but later on, these nocturnal visits will turn into a completely different adventure. That of a little boy who drags those around him into his fear of growing up, to the point of using others. Peter Pan, seen as a funny and generous child in the collective imagination, is willing to do anything to avoid growing up. One day, he decides to take Wendy, a sensible and reasonable young girl, with him. And as you will see, his dream of eternal childhood is not as innocent as it seems. You are listening to Love Me, Love Me Not. Peter Pan and Wendy, Episode 2, The Boy Who Wouldn't Grow Up. To avoid growing up, Peter Pan has created his own world. In Neverland, time doesn't exist at Peter's request. If time doesn't exist, then time doesn't pass, and childhood becomes eternal. Said like that, it makes you smile. However, if we dig a little deeper, Peter Pan doesn't just intend to remain a child. He's downright anxious at the very thought of leaving tender childhood behind and becoming an adult. He's not called the boy who wouldn't grow up for nothing. In fact, this phenomenon even has a name, Peter Pan Syndrome or Peter Pan Complex. The symptoms are of a pathological nature. Carefreeness, even recklessness, immaturity, instability, impulsiveness, difficulty in handling frustration and accessing deep emotions. Here, magic is no longer the main focus, especially when Peter Pan drags others into his infernal dance, like Wendy, who radiates sweetness, reason, and kindness. It was the American psychoanalyst, Dan Kiley, who gave birth to the syndrome in his book, The Peter Pan Syndrome, Men Who Have Never Grown Up, 
published in 1983. It is thanks to the modern-day Peter Pans who parade through his office that he manages to gain more clarity. To summarise their state of mind, his patients, as eternal children, confess to him, I never want to become a man. I want to remain a little boy forever and have fun. According to him, individuals with the Peter Pan syndrome are children trapped in adult bodies, unstable adults in the adult world. The author even goes so far as to describe them as narcissistic, emotionally immature, socially irresponsible, and dependent. Right now, it sounds less appealing. Later on, the French psychologist Jean-Yves Flamand explains, the Peter Pan syndrome takes root in childhood, especially in families where the mother painfully carries the burden of the family, relying on her son, who finds herself torn between his childlike nature and his new adult responsibilities. The child is then uprooted from any reference point for his age. It reminds us of the story of Peter Pan's creator, the novelist James Matthew Barry, who also did not want to grow up. In the animated movie, when Wendy asks Peter Pan his age during their first encounter, he replies, I don't know. I ran away the day I was born. I don't want to become a man. So since then, I've been living in Neverland. Before we continue with this episode, let's take a short break to hear from our partner, without whom this podcast wouldn't be possible. Don't go away. We'll be right back. London, in the immense house of the Darlings, around 8pm. The Darling children are getting ready for bed. Wendy eagerly awaits Peter Pan's return. Lately, he has developed a new habit. Sneaking into the children's room in the evening, accompanied by his best friend, Tinkerbell, who particularly captivates Wendy with her delicate, transparent wings and golden hair. He is always on the lookout for new children to take with him to the island of Neverland. One evening, when the darling parents are out and the children are tucked in, a small ball of light illuminates the siblings' room. It's Tinkerbell. Peter Pan follows the bright and dazzling light of the fairy and enters the children's room. As soon as he arrives, he engages in a conversation with Wendy the youngest girl among the siblings. She asks him where he lives. Peter enthusiastically replies that he lives in the land of fairies. Proud as a peacock, he adds, I live in the land of imagination with the lost boys. They all fell out of their prams when their nurse wasn't looking. I am their captain. Wendy's eyes sparkle with excitement. She is so impressed by the magic emanating from Peter Pan and Tinkerbell's words. And then, Peter Pan promises to teach her how to fly, on the condition that she follows him to Neverland. Without hesitation, Wendy wakes up her brothers. Together, they take flight and soar off to Neverland, aided by Peter, who blows on his hands, where a bit of fairy dust borrowed from Tinkerbell remains. Without it, none of them could fly. For the first time, 
the siblings embark on a journey to the land of fairies, guided by Captain Pan. The adventure is about to begin. This grand departure to the imaginary island has all the elements of a fairy tale. But in reality, the journey is anything but ideal. Second start of the right and straight on till morning. That's the summarized itinerary taken by the three children, accompanied by Peter and Tinkerbell heading towards the land of nowhere. While the children appear happy and proud to be flying, the journey is long, very long, and fatigue sets in. Nodding off, their bodies start to fall, on the verge of plunging into the sea. Even though Peter Pan barely manages to catch them, he is far from worried and finds amusement in the risks the children take. At the same time, he shows off, petting the back of a shark, stealing food from a bird. He is completely in the present moment. To the point that he has forgotten what happened in the children's room, Wendy, usually serene and confident, is very worried. She fears that Peter might forget about them too. Exhausted, she wishes to stop flying. Will they truly reach the fabled island of Neverland? Peter Pan captivates every child, promising them an ideal world and the eternal avoidance of growing up. That is undeniable. But Peter Pan is also reckless, selfish, and puts them in danger. And then he influences Wendy, who quickly finds herself compensating for his instability. <laughs> Just like on that fateful night of their flight, when he starts crying like a baby upon losing his shadow. He relies on Wendy to comfort him and sew his shadow back on. Peter Pan relies too much on others. He refuses to take responsibility, leaving others to do the dirty work. All he wants is freedom. No constraints, just having fun. And that can have significant consequences on those around him, and especially on Wendy. Peter Pan offers Wendy and her brothers a marvelous journey to Neverland, where rules and schedules cease to exist. Soon, Wendy becomes indispensable to his daily life. But his very complex nature has even given rise to the Peter Pan syndrome. And in order to counterbalance its effects, Wendy will have to sacrifice a part of herself to the point of forgetting who she is. Thank you for listening to Love Me, Love Me Not, a Bababam production. The story continues in the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave comments and ratings on all listening platforms. <laughs>